Hello and welcome to today's episode of Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie. I'm so happy to have you here. Today is going to be a very fun episode. It's all about the follow-ups. What happened to Tony? What the fuck happened to Tony? Did you listen to episode two? The one about Tony and the professional football player? I got a lot of DMs about that one. I'm not going to lie. Everyone wanted to know what happened to Tony. Uh, One of my lovely listeners did a hashtag team Tony. It was hilarious. And people are sending me who they thought the football player was. Yes, I love it. So it's the one, of course, where I accidentally dated two next door neighbors on the same night. Well, if you were as excited for this follow-up as I am, then hang on to your hair extensions, my friend. Shit's about to get wild. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses, and laughing at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now here's your favorite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie. First of all, I absolutely need to mention that when I decided to start a tell-all podcast, there were certain elements I'd never really considered. For example, episode three is a detailed look into faking orgasms. It's called Faking the O-Face. And I love that one. It was so much fun to make. I didn't, however, love finding out that my dad listened to it. My mom was here visiting with me for the launch party where we celebrated the release of the first three episodes, that one being one of them. We woke up the next morning in our hotel room downtown and she called my dad on speakerphone. He goes, Yeah, so I uh, listened to episode three while I made my coffee this morning. My jaw dropped. It was just the first one that came on, so I let it play. It was interesting. Very good. (laughs) First, I'd like a moment of silence for my dignity, please. Thank you. Somebody pray for me. What the fuck? I wanted to scream. Uh, that was not for you. That is definitely the kind of episode that a dad should just skip past. And please, please, please spare me the Siskel and Ebert review. Dad, thank you. I love you, but no. For the entire rest of the day, I replayed that episode in my head through the ears of my dad. Oh, and then I remembered that when I did a fake orgasm, I said, yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. That sure hits different once you realize that your actual dad was listening. Excuse me while I throw up in my mouth. This is what the word cringe was invented for. I'm sure of it. Like, can you even imagine? Can you imagine your dad hearing you make fake orgasm sounds? I just need you to sit with that one for a second. Just marinate in it with me, will you? But after careful consideration, I've decided that out of all the people who downloaded my episodes, there will only ever be one mom and one dad, and I can't change my entire show for the comfort of two people, no matter how much I love them. For the record, my mom also listened to that episode, and she said, I just decided that nothing surprises me with you anymore, Jana Marie. You're an adult. You can do and say whatever you want. I'm just here to support you. Oh, mom. So cute. Okay, so now with my parents' blessings, <laughs> I'd like to share with you the rest of my crazy date story, or what I'm calling, What the Hell Happened to Tony? So what happened to Tony? Well, after a couple of dates in Los Angeles, I went back home and he and I continued talking as friends. Our communication went in waves. There were days we'd spend hours talking on the phone. He is such a smart person and he was always very encouraging of my work and my dreams. After three years of staying in touch, I was pretty sure we knew absolutely everything about each other, except I obviously never told him that on the night of one of our dates, I'd walked over from his neighbor's house. That would have been embarrassing. 
He did, however, know that I'd matched with that professional football player on Tinder. Uh, I just couldn't believe that that guy would be on there. So I remember telling Tony and he goes, yeah, there's all kinds of people on there, I guess. Over the course of three years since that date, my friend Ricky and I told that story many times to our clients. I mean, it was hilarious. It was especially good entertainment when brothers or grooms who were sports fans happened to be in the room. Then one day it backfired. I was telling the story of this crazy coincidental date to one of my bridal parties because the bridesmaid was a huge football fan. And for some reason, she asked me what Tony's last name was. And I told her. She yelled it back at me and said, oh my God, are you kidding? I had no idea why she was freaking out. Then she says, Jaina, Google him. What? So for the first time ever, I Googled his first and last name and chills came over me immediately. There were pictures of Tony for as far as my thumbs could scroll. He was a football player. How did I not know this? How had it never come up in any of our conversations? Apparently, Google told me that he'd been in the NFL for 11 years. So just imagine, not only are there pictures of him playing football, but he was also in an interview on TMZ. He was in the pages of Sports Illustrated Magazine and Dr. Oz. Like, no big deal, right? And I had no idea about any of this. It felt like I was almost like learning about a completely different person. Did I even know him? I saw the list of all the teams he played for and remembered him talking about having lived in each of those cities, but he never ever mentioned like, oh, then I got drafted from there to there. Then my stomach turned. Why had he kept this from me? Football had come up in conversation with us before. I distinctly remember saying one time that I didn't think I'd ever understand the rules of football. And he was like, oh, really? I'll have to explain it to you one day. But never once did he finish that sentence with, because I played professionally for 11 years. Like, what the fuck, dude? My mind was going a million miles a minute. I had so many questions. I remember telling him that I'd matched with that other football player and he'd never said a thing. (gasps) Pause. What if they knew each other? Uh, they did live next door to each other. I am pretty sure sparks were flying off of my fingers as I googled both of their names together and I was shook when I saw what loaded onto my screen. They'd played for not one, but two teams together. Well, shit. Now I had to decide. Was I going to bring this up with Tony? There was obviously a reason he didn't want me to know that he played football. I couldn't think of what the reason could be, but regardless, I wanted to respect his privacy. And I also didn't want to look like a crazy psycho chick Googling him for no reason. What's a girl supposed to do? So he and I messaged back and forth a couple times. I never brought it up. Then one day he called to check in on me. He was like, how was your weekend? And I was like, trying to find the words. I just said, well, it was good, but something a little surprising happened. And he goes, oh, really? I was like, yeah, somehow you came up in conversation and my client told me that you played in the NFL. I didn't believe her, but then I Googled you and he goes, well, shit, fuck. First of all, I'm so sorry that you found out like that. And I said, I don't mind. Obviously, I was just kind of hurt because I thought I knew you better than that. He goes, Jaina, I'm so sorry. It never really came up. And honestly, it's not something I think of much anymore. Yes, I played football, but I'm also many other things. And I wanted you to know me like my mom knows me, not like people who know me as a player. And that was fair. And to be honest, 
I had found out plenty of secrets about plenty of other men that I knew. And most of them were, oh, he has a wife or, oh, he has kids or a drug addiction or he's homeless. This was actually a fabulous secret. Oh, what? You were actually a professional football player? Great. Finally, a good secret. Oh, it was clear that he felt terrible. He kept apologizing and he goes, if it makes you feel better, you know me better than most other people do. But again, I'm so sorry. I felt bad that he felt bad. So I decided to go all in and be embarrassed with him. I go, well, since we're being honest, there's something I kind of want to tell you. He goes, oh, what's that? I said, remember when I told you that I matched with that other football player? He goes, "Uh uh-huh. I said, well, when I found out that you played, I checked to see if you two knew each other. And he goes, yes, Jaina, he's one of my closest friends. I actually just saw him yesterday. I was like, right. Well, what I didn't tell you was that um, he's like, "Uh uh-huh. I actually went on a date with him. And he goes, oh, did you? I said, yeah. He had me watching him play baseball. Uh, It wasn't really great. The date went super awkward and terrible. And when things uh, went south, um, he goes, you walked next door? I said, yeah, I walked next door. Thankfully, he started to laugh. What a giant relief that was. He goes, wow. So do your friends know that you dated two San Francisco 49ers on the same night? I said, no, they don't, because I didn't even know. He goes, well, if that's not a Canadian hustle, then I don't know what is. (laughs) So what happened to Tony? (laughs) Well, we're still friends, (laughs) thankfully. Friends? More than that. I'm the head of Big Lash Security. (laughs) Isn't that wild and crazy? What an insane coincidence. I don't even want to really do the math behind what the chances are of this because my mind would be blown. But the other thing is, this isn't the only time a situation like this has happened to me. Another time I was swiping through people um, in Los Angeles and I remember falling on this one profile by this guy named Brandon and the write-up was really great, like not too great, but like just the right amount of great. He was attractive, not too attractive. You know, it just was like, it was just felt like a good fit and everything about him kind of seemed like he was the male version of me. It was kind of weird. So of course I swiped right and then we matched. He messaged me first and his message says, OMG, your profile is hilarious. I feel like I'm looking at the female version of me. Perfect. We're both thinking the same thing. So we started chatting. It's really great banter. There's so much back and forth. We're cracking jokes. It just, the communication was just really great. It was really high energy. And eventually he's like, Hey, let's take this conversation out of Tinder. Right. Awesome. So I give him my phone number and then I wait. And then I wait and I wait and he never calls. I'm very confused. I thought that we had kind of like, you know, a thing. So eventually I just reached out, not because um, I ever tried to be that person who would chase a guy, but it just seemed really strange to me that I hadn't heard from him after we had gained so much momentum that I kind of was like, did he get hit by a bus? I should just check to make sure he's all right. So I hit him up and I'm like, hey, Brandon, I'm not trying to be weird or whatever, but I just want to make sure you're okay. Cause I kind of, you know, I thought we had you know, a little bit of a thing and I haven't heard from you. He responded right away. He goes, you're absolutely right. You totally deserve an explanation because I kind of did just ghost you. He goes, unfortunately, as much as I was really excited about the potential for you and I, I ended up finding out that you actually matched with one of my friends. I'm like, okay, well, we're both on a dating app. That's not 
wild and crazy, like kind of who cares? And he goes, I know, I know it doesn't, it wouldn't really matter except that he's not just my friend. He's my business partner and my cousin. So I said, who, who is this person? Like, what's his name? Because I never really matched with a bunch of people at once. I would only ever swipe right on very few people. So I knew that I only had about probably 15 people in my lineup of matches. So if he said the name of his cousin, I'd be able to find his profile and, and see like what our communication was like. He goes, well, his name is David. I didn't even recognize the name. So I go into my matches. I pull up this guy, David, and our conversation was so brief. He goes, hey, I really love your profile right up. And I said, thanks. I'll tell the butler who wrote it for me that you liked it. He's like, LOL. I love your sense of humor. I'd love to talk more, but I'm just getting into the car right now. So we'll chat later. Perfect. No problem. And I never heard from him again. So this seems like an incredibly irrelevant conversation to be the reason why we'd have to pass on this really cool connection. So I was super annoyed. But then I went back to Brandon's profile and I start swiping through his photos and I can see that this guy, David, is like in every single one of his pictures. Of course, I'm never cross-checking people that I've matched with to see if they have other people I matched with in their pictures, but here they were on all sorts of adventures all around the world together. I'm like, what are the freaking chances? So Brandon goes, um, the only reason why I even knew that you two matched is because the day you and I were talking and I asked for your phone number, I was getting into the car with him and your picture was on his phone. So remember how I said that David said he was just about to drive his car? Yeah, they were both talking to me in Los Angeles while getting into the same car together and both had me on their phones. He said, yeah, it really does seem like you have bad luck in the dating world. Boy, bye. I was like, I have bad luck. You have bad luck. You're passing off on a really awesome girl for a really stupid reason, buddy. <laughs> but again, what are the chances? I quit. I quit. I feel like at this point, Tinder's done me dirty. I just can't win everywhere I'm going around Los Angeles, even though the population of California is the same as the entire population of Canada. Somehow, somehow I still end up in these ridiculous situations. And my mom, bless her heart, she's always trying to find an excuse to prove to me that I'm on my phone too much. So when I told her this story, she goes, well, I guess that's just God's way of telling you that you should be staying off your phone. What? <laughs> What about you? Do you have any wild and crazy dating stories? Has anything wild like this ever happened to you? Or am I the only one? Please tell me I'm not the only one. If you have a story, I want all the juicy details. Can you please send it to hellojana.com? That's hello, J-A-Y-N-A.com. Or on Instagram at Big Lush Podcast or Jana Marie Makeup. I will be waiting to hear your stories. Now, can you please go and be your most fabulous you? And don't forget to spread that badass big lash energy everywhere you go. Oh, and if you love these stories as much as I love telling them, please, please share it with a friend. I heard every single time you share my podcast with someone, an angel gets its wings. It's true. Anyways, until next time, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Yeah, Jane,